Well, good Tuesday morning, everyone. It is the 8th of February. And my title today is The Race of Endurance. Yesterday, we looked at the amazing faith of Abraham, father of many nations. God tells him, when he's about 90, and his barren wife, Sarah, that sometime in the future, she would bear a son. Well, almost 10 years have passed, and with each passing menstrual cycle, I can imagine Sarah's faith was waning, especially after going through menopause. So three messengers from God show up in camp one day. A meal is prepared, and after eating, the visitors ask Abraham, Where's Sarah? And Abraham says, "Uh, She's in the tent. And then the Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Now remember, Abraham is closing in on his centennial birthday, and Sarah's about 89. And when she hears what the Lord says about still having a child, she just can't help herself. She breaks out in laughter. And it's probably not a little tee-hee giggle. I'm thinking it was a gut-busting guffaw. She was already bent over with age. But this brings her to her knees with the audacity of such a thing. And she says to herself, but within earshot of the visitors, quote, After I'm worn out and my Lord is old, shall I have pleasure? End quote. Referring to the pleasure that it would be for her to finally have a child. However, there was one small issue. She was almost 90, and in her own words, she said she is worn out out. She's saying she and her husband are washed up and wiped out. She probably has not had a period for years, and there's probably not another ounce of foreplay between them. But I digress. Then the Lord says, and we need to hear this. Listen carefully. We need to hear this loud and clear, because these words apply to us as well. Quote, is anything too hard for the Lord? End quote. I want you to hear those incredible and true words. Is anything too hard for the Lord? The answer to that question is simple. No. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. And you know the rest of the story. God blesses Abraham and Sarah with a son they name Isaac which, oh, by the way, means one who laughs. So let me ask you that question. Is anything too hard for the Lord in your life? I don't care how long you've been a Christian. I don't care how long you've suffered from sexual addiction, where your lusts have taken you and how deep you've gone into the cesspool of sexual sin. Perhaps you're still just in the baby pool and dangling your feet in the water. Or maybe you've climbed 
up the ladder to the ultra-high dive platform to discover, after diving in, the depths of sexual sin below, down to places that others would abhor, not just some adultery with someone, but perhaps deeper into child molestation, rape, orgies, and the like. And you've passed the point of no return so many times that you're on the verge of giving up on yourself and walking away from God. Listen, my friends, my heart breaks for you because I know the depth of darkness to which unrepentant sin can take someone. You wonder how you could have gone so far. Well, really, it happened one step at a time. And, oh, by the way, the lusts of our flesh are never satisfied. Sure, they can be momentarily silenced with another sexual encounter, but they always want more, more frequency, more intensity. Until you have fallen to such a depth of sin, you have lost hope. Maybe even all hope. So let me ask you a question. Is anything too hard for the Lord, even in your life? Sure, you might think it's too hard, and, and perhaps, like me, uh, you lost all hope. In fact, you finished your last can of hope years ago, tossing it aside like an empty can of Red Bull. And you're in misery. You feel hopeless. And you feel alone. And I remember what that feels like. Listen, my friends. I know I don't need to say this, but you need to hear this. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. You are not at the end of the line of losers with whom God is finished. You are not forgotten, locked out of fellowship with him. No, it is more like you're in the ICU wing of the hospital, but not wanting the help of anyone that your father has brought to you. And so you think you're terminal. No more hope from reading maybe a new book or going to another conference or another counselor. Listen, my friends, you're not terminal. And it is not because of you, your weakness, your addiction, your history, or rap sheet, that God our Father shows up. Because you know what? Nothing is impossible with God. And he not only wants to stitch up your wounds and wrap up your injuries, he wants you to get the help you need, both from him and other brothers in Christ. Now, if you were to ask me back in 1995 if I would ever think that the young man in the picture above would in be standing at the finish line it, of a 100-mile Mohican Trail This man, marathon, who I knew as my son's best friend from junior high, back then he was kind of chubby, not great on the soccer field, and really a good artist at heart, went to CCAD, Columbus College of Art and Design, but now 
<laughs> he can run 100 miles in 19 hours and three minutes. And how in the world did that ever happen? Nothing is impossible with God. And listen, almost nothing is impossible for you. Somewhere along the line, we stop believing in God and we stop believing in ourselves. Chad could never have run a hundred miles without first running a hundred feet. So we are all in a marathon, and our marathon is time. Do you believe that nothing is impossible with God and that he not only wants to heal you, but that he will heal you? Do you have faith for that? If there's one thing I've learned, the Lord wants to heal us, and the Lord will ultimately heal us forever in heaven. But we do not need to wait until then. Until then, we must live one day at a time, filled with and walking in the Holy Spirit, within a community of other believers helping us and for us to be helping them as well. Is there anything too hard for the Lord in your life? Heavenly Father, I pray you would open the eyes of our hearts, that you would grant us the faith to believe that he who raised Jesus from the dead, he who created the universe in six days, he who died on the cross for our sins. He not only has sealed us with the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit wants to heal us. I pray for every person reading or listening to this podcast that you would lead them to others who can help. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcasts. God bless you, my friends. We're going to stay on this track again tomorrow. Take care and goodbye.